Welcome to another In the Telling Scrapisode, segments that are too good to be left on the cutting room floor. In this Scrapisode, Megan Smythe from the Legendarium Podcast discusses women in science fiction and fantasy. This Scrapisode is sponsored by Anthony Buck. Anthony Buck has been teaching people to sing with greater ease and strength and more beautiful tone for over 10 years. His students successfully sing musical theater, pop, classical, and even rock music. Let Anthony help you meet your singing goals. Email atb at anthonythomasbuck.com to schedule a lesson today. Do you find that being the only woman puts you in a different perspective a a lot of the time? Because science fiction is a pretty misogynistic genre, generally. I have mentioned to them more than once that I, like, I'm a little bit uncomfortable being, like, known as the woman on the website I'm known as the new guy and I really appreciated that appreciated them not saying you know like the girl in the group because I don't feel comfortable like representing all women because my experience is just my experience I'm single I'm you know middle-aged I have no children like somebody who's reading it and they're you know 30 and have three little kids and you know like they they'd have a different feeling and a different opinion but uh I do every once in a while feel a little bit awkward and at the same time these are men who love their wives uh their daughters and just say the loveliest things about them and and they don't usually put me in a spot where I can be like uh you guys are kind of saying terrible things and it also makes me really appreciate when we find strong women in in some of these novels because like Dune they're sorry I'm just it's the one freshest on my mind so I'm gonna keep talking about it I don't know like there there are a couple of women that I just think are just really lame characters and they feel like plot points and then there are a couple of women who are really strong and really great and so it's it's kind of fun to explore both ways because I mean not all women are the same just like not all men are the same and yeah science fiction tends to be very very much about the male story most of the time but you'll have somebody like Brandon Sanderson say and he he writes fantastic women Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and they're all so different from each other. And that's one of my favorite things is he doesn't just write the same woman over and over again. He explores new things and he, he sees that like women are, are changed by their perception. And at the same time, we read um, Skybreaker a couple of months ago and I read it and I was just like, I feel like she acts like a man. There, <laughs> like there were a couple of things where I thought that's, she's a teenage girl and, you know, she grew up you know, with her specific circumstances. And so I guess she wouldn't necessarily be boy crazy, but then all of a sudden there was like this moment where she was, and I just felt like it was very weird. It didn't feel like her character at the same time. I'm like, but teenage girls are like that. They're, they're kind of all over the place. Know. Most of the teenage girls I hang out with are theater people. So they're probably different than more tomboyish, mechanic-y women like the one in Skybreaker. So there's that. <laughs> we read the Dresden Files and there was this whole book and it was very... It was very misogynistic. Harry Dresden is very much like an old-fashioned guy. He uh, likes to open doors for women, and he kind of likes to be the knight in shining armor and rescue them. And at the same time, like you always know his opinion of their breasts. Like just all this, it's like everybody will talk about this. And I'm, I just I read the third book and couldn't deal anymore, and it was so distracting. So every time it came up, I'm like, oh, gonna skip a couple of paragraphs. All right, we're back in the story. And Todd actually ended up in that third book talking, like he took it to a third level. I'm like, how are you going to third level this? And he talked about how like you have the difference between Harry and his way that he looks at women. And then you have this other character in the way that he treats his wife and all of this stuff. And it, it teaches you what true love is and what Harry really wants. And, all, and I was like, wow, okay, you 
I'm convinced. That's cool. That makes me like the book a lot better. And it's funny because most of the time, if I'm reading something and I don't love it and Todd will like kind of go to other levels, I'm like, okay, maybe I should read more books, more books like that because I enjoy them more to be like, okay, there's like this deeper level where this is what I'm learning, what I don't want to be. Which is really funny. That's an important part of storytelling though, right? Like, I mean, the the negative things or the cautionary tale is like a huge genre. Oh, exactly. Well, and that's something that I love about doing theater as much as I do is, you know, somebody else has written a character that I get to play and I get to go through the script and like mind the details and mind things. It's like, oh, this part here means this about this character. And I'm kind of infamous for taking a character that has two lines. I played Lady Anne in Camelot last year. She has two lines and I can write like, you know, a three page character sketch based on like all of the stuff in the script and that the director has given me and all where, you know, I'm like, oh, she's King Arthur's cousin and she's really good. Like she and Sir Pelinor are kind of the two we're trying to to deal with the court gossip and all that and shield the king and the queen from the, you know, it's, it's like, I'll go and I'll take this huge, because I love like minding the, minding the details and creating this character and getting to know and love this character. And that's one of my favorite things, reading books, especially if you have a series where you really get to know these characters. I remember reading The Lord of the Rings for the first time and it was before the movies had come out. And well, I, I read them after the first movie came out because I couldn't wait two years to find how it ended. That is exactly how I started it. I right? watched the first movie and then I or, and then I read all three books. Yes. And then I went back and read The Hobbit all before the second movie came out. Yeah. And then the second movie came out and I read them all again. <laughs> like I just, they're so good. But I read it that first time, not having been introduced to Eowyn beforehand. And I started reading her and I was like, and just in the two towers. And I thought, oh yeah, I am totally Eowyn. And then I got to the to the Return of the King and she's a totally kick butt character. She's got that. And I was like, I would like to be like her. Like, I'm totally like her in the, oh, a guy really likes me. No, I really like this guy who doesn't like me, you know, kind of thing. I'm like, oh, wait, but there's so much more to her. And it's just kind of fun to see that because we all have so many different facets. And that's just another thing I really get like to explore about those things. But yeah, you do every once in a while run into a character where I'm where I just think, oh my gosh, I hate this person. <laughs> Partly because they remind me of so and so and that but like, oh, when they did that thing, I'm being obscure on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this In the Telling Scrap episode, sponsored by vocal teacher Anthony Buck. Email atb at anthonythomasbuck.com to schedule a lesson today. Let Anthony help you meet your singing goals. Read between the lines.